Welcome to Two Open Doors, the podcast that explores our power to open or close the doors of relationship with the important people in our lives. We hope you'll learn from and share your wisdom with our community. Thanks for joining us. Most adults have experienced the physical pleasures that sex offers. We're aware of the delights that adult sexual play can bring us and our partner. Sex can be a primal, in-the-moment experience. In contrast with such experiences, sex can also be a key that unlocks a range of human experiences that take us way beyond pleasure and into a realm that provides access to some experiences that vastly transcend the occurrences of daily life. In this episode, we'll explore how sex can serve as a bridge that can connect us deeply with others. Many people are puzzled or put off by the possibility of a spiritual plane of existence. As I've noted in prior episodes, I think of spirituality as something very different from religion. While the latter term refers to any of the many belief systems that attempt to explain how an individual is related to a broader reality, I see spirituality as the underlying intuition that we humans exist in and are connected to a broader reality that transcends us. In that sense, spirituality is the life perspective that underlies all religions, but it is more fundamental than the beliefs, rules, and norms imposed by religions. The notion of spirituality might not resonate with those who believe that they exist as isolated entities who are separated from others and from the world. From that perspective, connections with other humans are transacted with those individuals, and those transactions bridge between isolated individuals. In such a situation, what individuals do affect only those they have established a connection with. That seems to be a pretty straightforward model of reality. My own belief is that we're all part of an all-encompassing web of connections that includes our fellow humans as well as the world we inhabit. That network embodies what I think of as the spiritual connections that link us together. Some of those connections are certainly mediated by physical interactions, but other connections may be less concrete and harder to discern. As an example, subtle, non-verbal connection with others may underlie what is usually thought of as energetic connections in some traditions such as Tantra. One doesn't need to invoke any woo factors as the basis for spirit. For me, the important thing is that those subtler sorts of connections exist and that they affect us. From a spiritual perspective, it follows that what we do inevitably affects others and thus requires our consideration. As the flip side of that coin, what others do also affects us. In such an intimately coupled network, we're effectively not alone, and as some Eastern traditions have noted, we're not even really isolated individuals. Given the preceding understanding of what spirit and spirituality are, what bearing might those concepts have on sexuality? In a nutshell, good sex is ultimately about establishing a connection between two partners on multiple levels. Certainly, sex involves the sharing of physical pleasure through a melding of bodies. The mind enters into good sex in that both partners need to have mental assurance of their safety and of mutual respect as well as knowing each other deeply. A sexual experience of any sort is typically accompanied by a collage of strong emotions, such as lust, love, and joy, as well as potentially by some distracting emotions, such as fear or even disgust. Spirit adds yet another dimension to the possible union offered by good sex. As we noted in attempting to describe what spirituality is, it's much more difficult to describe spiritual union than it is to understand a union of minds, bodies, and emotions. 
while physical, mental, and emotional connections are experienced internally by a person, in a sense, spiritual connections take us out of ourselves. They entail an outward or external focus. In a spiritual connection, the partners come together by sharing something that exists outside the partners themselves. That something is felt by both partners, but it's not any particular belief or physical sensation. It's a bit mysterious. The word transcendent is sometimes used to describe experiences that take one outside of and beyond one's normal state of awareness. In that sense, those experiences lead us to transcend the world that we usually inhabit. Especially satisfying, meaningful, and thus memorable sexual experiences can aptly be described as transcendent. Such experiences can engrave themselves as glowing images in our memory. For some people, such experiences are seen as glimpses of the divine. It's probably not coincidental that lovers in ecstatic embrace will sometimes utter phrases such as, Oh God! As someone who is spiritual but not religious, I'm less likely to utter such a phrase, but I fully understand the rapture that can accompany a mountaintop sexual experience. Having gone out on a limb to try to define what spirit and spirituality might be, I'd like to take an even greater risk by considering the idea of soul. I certainly don't want to take on the philosophical controversy of dualism versus monism, that is, whether mind, soul, and body are two separate things or are unified into different manifestations of a single thing. For our purposes, I'll just suggest that we see soul as one's internal life or the ongoing internal state that receives and is affected by all of our life experiences. The reason that I feel a need to define soul in this way is that sexual experiences can deeply affect our ongoing internal state. Our memories and the ways in which our experiences alter our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are every bit as important a part of us as is our body. Who we are inside can define us at least as deeply and lastingly as does our physical incarnation. With this understanding, I'd like to suggest that our intimate partners have a hugely important role in shaping who we become internally. That is, in a real sense, they become a part of our soul. This is really analogous to the way in which our primary caregiver in infancy critically shapes the attachment style that we learn. We need someone to interact with intimately in the course of becoming our evolving selves. In the same way that polishing a diamond requires the use of equally hard diamond dust, the partners in an intimate relationship co-shape one another. This reality underscores the importance of who we choose as our intimate partners. That person or persons has privileged access to who we are and to who we are becoming. They are inside us in a way that no casual acquaintance or even friends can be. That means that our intimate partners are in a position to help us become who we wish to be, or to hinder or misdirect us in that effort. Mutual trust and caring are essential in creating a safe environment in which we can grow and evolve. As we've described, a sublime sexual experience can truly be transcendent because it allows a union that spans body, mind, emotions, and spirit. In such a union, two individuals can truly feel as one, co-creating an experience that takes each partner beyond the bounds of their current self. That's the definition of what constitutes a transcendent experience. Experiencing that depth of connection is a rare and precious thing. It can only reliably happen between partners who already have a solid physical, mental, and emotional connection, and who are able to let go of a purely rational, ego-based way of connecting with each other. Practices such as eye-gazing, synchronizing breathing, and other forms of attunement can facilitate such a soul-level connection. 
Intimate connection is something that develops progressively, just as a relationship deepens on all planes. That evolution requires an earnest desire for deep connection, a belief that such a connection is possible, and the discipline that's needed to create supportive conditions for communion. As those who have experienced such a union can attest, though, bringing an element of spiritual union into a sexual connection can result in some of the richest and most satisfying experiences that we humans are capable of. That's a worthy goal for one's life. To learn more about Two Open Doors and to engage with our community, I'd like to invite you to visit the Two Open Doors private Facebook group for posts and discussion and the Two Open Doors meetup group for events. I also invite you to contact me directly by writing to me at claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, at twoopendoors.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll use your inputs to guide my work on future blog posts and podcast episodes. Thanks for visiting Two Open Doors.